Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash supernpcradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxy. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing on myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell- Oh, my bad. Carry on. To defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed The Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They're released bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. This morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and I've been out of the saddle for exactly one week. Boy, does it good. Does it feel good to be back? Um, got one guest uh, lined up here, one member of the Zoo Tycoon crew, here to make you laugh, make you think, make you feel things. His name is Michael McCaller. Hello. Michael. Uh, I can promise only two of those things. <laughs> but leave them guessing which two. I was going to say you could pick which two. Oh, a, a bit of a choose your own adventure, m'lady. Uh, how about a little uh, 2022 sound drop for you? Mm-hmm. Radio Stars. Oh, you've got to come on at least five times more than you do so we can hear that sound. I know. I hadn't heard more. it in a while and I was excited to. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> um, today, we are going to be start. We're starting officially starting to, uh, with this episode. Our a uh, road to two hundred. Uh, exactly two years ago, we uh, embarked on our uh, road to one hundred, which was uh, we did ten episodes of top tens. And uh, this year, we've already fucked that up. We're on episode 192. So we'll, we do. I guess we'll do eight episodes of top tens. Um, but I also wanted to throw a little bit of a wrench in that, too, like a little, uh, a little variation on that theme, and that is to uh, sit down with members of the Zoo Tycoon crew who I cherish very much, who've been with the show mm-hmm. for a very long time, and, uh, and, and, and use this time to not only do goofy stupid shit but to just reflect on the the amount of time we've spent doing this the years the episodes um and of course uh 
you know, I guess the first episode of this show technically had Alec Robbins, <laughs> Ronnie Desi, and Eileen Mary O'Connell, but that is a crew that is uh, might as well be dead. Uh, so we have. Uh, I, I'm bringing back. Um, uh, you, uh, Mikey McCaller, as uh, probably, you know, I mean, second episode guest, mm-hmm. as early as episode two, but, you know, kind of that pilot's very strange because it's not like... It yeah. it reminds me of, like, I think they did this with the Game of Thrones pilot where they, like, shot it and then they were like, this Catelyn Stark is not working. And then they just redid it with a whole new actress. Oh, baby. That's, well, yeah, I did not know that. That's very... <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sucks. That would Can suck you imagine be being that actress? No. I, like, would I was die. worth them doing another whole $38 million pilot. That is mm. tragic. That's totally tragic. Yeah, it reminded me of like if like if you if you watch the Seinfeld pilot and there was like another actor playing George. Like yeah. that's like kind of what this is a little bit like. Um for my show. But I think that you know, you've been with the show for a very long time and uh you're one of the oldest guests i i i will hopefully have some good surprises lined up uh along the way but today we're going to do a top 10 um on our road to 200 and today's top 10 is going to be top 10 gaming mascots as uh you know i feel like we're a bit of a the show's mascots a little bit. That Listen, the moment you said the word we're, I was like, of course we're the mascots of this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. You're here yeah. all the time, and I'm yeah. uh, just a, a, a bouncy, lovable Labrador retriever of a guest. Right. You're yeah. like, uh, if I'm Sonic, you're like Knuckles. Or I was going to say big, but that's <laughs> very generous of you to call me Knuckles. I love Knuckles. big the cat. I love uh, I love good good old fashioned Big the Cat. Um, but because we have a theme today, uh, before we get started with anything else, I do want to hear what you've been playing. Can't believe this is what my life has become, Jeremy. I am playing so much Elden Ring. Oh my God, that is some that is some good stuff right there, baby. That is some me likey that news <laughs> as you know i have tried a lot of these FromSoft games i've picked up bloodborne i purchased for a second sekiro shadows die twice gave them these honest to god uh 45 minute tries and they was just like i don't get it this is hard and scary and i don't care for it and <laughs> elden ring has i've gone through that arc numerous times like i've almost quit on it a bunch of times. Like I've literally ejected the disc from my PlayStation, put it in its case and set it on my desk. Like, Mm -hmm. so the next time I go out, I'm bringing it to GameStop and getting it out of my life. Mm -hmm. And then invariably I'll just put it back in and start playing. And I've, I did start cheating. (laughs) I did start like Googling, like how to level up this sword. What's the best sword to kill this boss. And that has changed the game for me. I love Mm -hmm. it now. It's, it's not one of my favorite games of all time. There's a lot of like, if they were going to make a game specifically for me, there are so many changes I would make. Mm-hmm. I understand this is not a game specifically for me, but the moments, there are some like pinprick moments of this game that I'm just like, this is the smartest and best team making video games in yeah. the world right now. Lay one on me, daddy. Lay, lay a good moment. If, if you can kind of be spoiler free-ish. Yeah. 
Um, there, uh, we, you and I were talking about this one. I was texting mm-hmm. you as I was playing it. Um, oh, you can talk about this. I don't think this is a big spoiler. Okay, great. Um, the fire giant boss mm-hmm. uh, is very big. Well documented <laughs> that I have a fear of giants. <laughs> so it was terrifying to see him when I entered into his domain. And this game has this very subtle story being told with its weak point. Like you can go up to this guy's like there's two points you can lock on. You can lock onto his big beefy body or his thin little ankle. <laughs> and you go lock onto his ankle and you're hitting him for like 10 points of damage, almost nothing. And then yeah. all of a sudden his little shackle on his leg breaks. And then you're like, hello. Yeah. And you keep hacking at it. And then it's all a of a sudden, ankle. huge chunks of damage are going down. And you're like, oh, this guy's got a weak point. I just have to be patient and stay close to him and whack on this ankle for 45 minutes and I'll beat him. And then halfway through this fight, a cutscene starts. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just say it. What happens? Uh, he Delicious fucking. Delicious cutscene. He, his leg breaks. And he rips off his own leg mm-hmm. <laughs> as his weak ankle point and uses it as a weapon. Yeah. And then like he like another eye opens on his chest. And so I'm like, OK, that's clearly the new weak point. And so you mm-hmm. go after that and he immediately murders you. It's so easy for him to kill you if you try to attack the weak point. But so it's, it's literally it's two boss. It's one boss. But half of it is like the game teaching you just go after the weak point. And the right. second half is the game teaching you absolutely do not go to the weak point. Like it's yeah. this very subtle, like change of understanding in your battle tactics against this creature. And I was yeah. just enamored by it. First of all, the cutscene is very funny where he rips off mm-hmm. his own leg. It's, yeah, it's wild. And then good. it's just like, they had communicated something to me with absolutely no text or uh mm. even like visual imagery you know i just played through horizon forbidden west a little bit ago and like everything is glowing yellow in that game if you can <laughs> climb it like it's a very clear where to go and what to do and elden ring there are so many times when i wish it was more clear and that i've been angry at it for it's like how am i supposed to know that but right. when it hits it fucking hits it's really yeah. great yeah oh man hearing you talk about it is like Listen to my old grandpop telling me a bedtime story. Just oh, yeah. I crave it. I crave it. I love it. I um, I thought you were gonna say that like hearing me talk about it was like hearing your grandpop talk about like his favorite DJ stylings. <laughs> Just in that like you would never have guessed this person in your life would talk about this subject. That's also kind of true. Like I'm I'm really happy that you're uh, responding so well to it because I do think the game is very special and I think like as general video game fans, like it's, it's cool that you get to, you get to experience it, you know, like, um, even if it's not typically your thing, like Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, and I kind of would argue that from like, like I do like Bloodborne and Sekiro and Demon Souls in this game, but like those, like, I I don't know if I would call them like my type of games. Hmm. My type of game is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That is my type <laughs> of game. You know what I mean? If you but, like in a vacuum designed the like the plutonic ideal of a video yeah. game. Yeah, that's it. I think Sonic it's Sonic the Hedgehog, the Hedgehog 2. 2. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh but these games, man, they they get their hooks in me and they get them in deep and I just I love everything about them. Uh I've talked to I've talked so much about Elden Ring on this show, but I anytime anyone else wants to talk about it, I'm like Good, good, uh-huh. more, more. 
it's a it's a really uh, a juicy juicy treat for me. The, uh, do you? So I don't. Here's a here's a maybe controversial thing. Mm. And honestly, fuck the fans of these of this game. Oh, I, for real. Uh, for real. I I looked shit up the whole way through. Mm. Um, did you find like a rune farm? Is that how you kind of scaled y- yourself yep. up a little bit? Yeah. I did too. I find I found a game breaking. What room farm did you find? Can you tell me where it I have, exists? Yeah. Uh, so I went and did the dungeon that gets me the gold scarab. Okay. So I have that to like enhance my runes, and then it's like one of the uh, ramparts in the castle in the capital. Oh. That you can just run on one little loop and kill a bunch of those like white orby horn cool. guys. Cool. And then there's like a giant who is very easy to run past, and he's just like sitting there. Yes. Um, so yeah. I'll just do that loop. Gotcha. A couple of times. Yeah, that's that's like it. I don't even think that's um, cheating. That's like just that's just you're just grinding. Um, there's yeah. a, a rune farm I found that is a cheat. It is like uh-huh. a broken thing where you could just break the game very quickly. And um, I used it sparingly because I didn't want to like cheat myself out of like fun. Mm. But let's just suffice it to say. If I got killed and I lost like a ton of runes, uh-huh. I just warped to that place and just did the did the cheat. This sounds um, great. Uh, I'm gonna and, need and, this location. Yeah, you'll. I'll give. I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> it's and it's great. And then you haven't patched it yet, and it's and it's also very funny. Like the cheat is <laughs> makes you laugh the whole time you're doing it. Um, and I'll and I'll say like too like did, so what kind of what, what weapon are you using? Like what's your weapon right now? I have the um the like the the blood fangs slicer the big long blood sword oh that's like a katana but it's like red no i so <laughs> let's talk about larval tears for a second sure <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way for the for the layman larval tears is how you respect your character yes yeah the most dangerous item in the game because mm-hmm. they're super rare mm-hmm. and i would like so the sword you're talking about, the red katana, yeah. I was like, I was struggling with a boss. I think it's the same boss I'm struggling with now. The um, Malik the Black Blade. Oh, you're at Malik the Black Blade? Yeah. Dude. He's tough. He rocks. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's tough, but he's also like a maniac. Yeah, like, it's very... He's, it's, he's a he, cool guy. He just instantly kills me. So I've been doing a lot of yeah. like... How do I beat him? And then I'll watch like a video of somebody beating him. And then I'll like, oh, okay, they've got this weapon. I'll go find this weapon. And one of those weapons was that blood katana you're talking about. And yeah. so I used my larval tier just to upgrade to like the minimum stats to use mm. it. Mm-hmm. And now my build is all fucked up. I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, no. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, no. Like, And I ended up just going back to my big, it's, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the blood fangs, uh, uh, it's not like a piercer. It's like a it's a super long sword. And, it's and a broadsword like, or something. No, yeah. it's like a colossal sword. Oh, it's like oh, super cool. long. What is it? What's it called? What's it look like? It's uh, it looks like just a. <laughs> it looks like it would be a normal size sword for like one of the bigger size bosses. Like okay, it, it's like dangling over my shoulder when I yeah, carry but, it. But what's the design of it? Uh, it's like a long. Skinny sword that like hooks at the top, and it's like I'm oh. trying to make this gesture with yeah. my arm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like got the, it's got bloodhound blood... finesse is the L two okay. gotcha. move. Yeah, 
And I just I just made it weaker is what I did. I just respect my stat and just made my stats fucked up to drop some into like whatever arcane I needed and just fucked myself over. And so now I just made the battle harder for myself. The um, the two my two favorite weapons are the rivers of blood, which is like the red katana you get in the snow field that that uh, sword is brokenly powerful. And then. The one, the sword that I finished the game with, that I played maybe fifty hours with, like the sword that I just, I anytime I would try a different sword, I was just like, I, I like the look of it, but I just, I can't not use this sword. Was the blasphemous blade? Do Ooh. you have this yet? I don't know that I do. Have you fought Lord Rikard, the Snake Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you fought the? Have you been to Volcano Manor? Yes, yes, I have. Okay, have you fought the boss in Volcano Manor yet? Was that the big fat guy? He's a big snake. No, it's I, fought a big... The big, I fought the big fat guy. Have you done, like, where you've done the bounties for Volcano Manor? Oh, like, killed no. all the... Okay, there's a sword that you get for beating this guy. It's called the Blasphemous Blade. It's L2 slams magma on the ground and shoots magma across the screen like so it's a projectile and Uh if it hits anything it heals you (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that's so funny to me (laughs) who designs lava that way (laughs) i don't know but that lava sucks their health and gives it to you and it's it's so crazy because you can hit things from far away with it and then it just heals you and you never have to use your flasks. That's huge. And it's so... And if you le- scale it up and level it up to max, it's just like the most powerful weapon. And then I would combine that with Mimic Tear. So Mimic Tear is the uh, ash where it's just another one of you. I, so uh, I, I literally I got that guys. right before I jumped on. Okay, so Mimic Tear will change it. the game. That's gonna. That's how you gonna, are gonna beat Malekith because Malekith is so aggressive. He'll just one shot you right away. Mm-hmm. But if you can get that Mimic Tear out and then dodge, he'll go for the Mimic, and then you can just wail on him. I love it. That's exactly Great. what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna fuck him up. Oh, Elden I Ring! Start, I start taking these personally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I get too far into these battles with these guys, oh, I get what it. A game, Elden Ring. We love you. Uh, what have I been playing? I've been playing um uh, anything else you've been playing or just that? Much it? Just, just much that. that. That's fair enough. I've I've been playing uh yeah a little Sonic the Hedgehog too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of this game called Pulse Man. You ever hear of Pulse Man? No. Oh baby, Pulse Man is so good. That sounds like one of the fake games that like Tracy Morgan <laughs> would play on Thirty Rock. It's kind of like that. It's it's this like game uh for Genesis that's like it's like the coolest I talking talking about mascots, you know. Great great 16-bit era mas, uh mascot. Uh, it only came out in Japan, which is kind of a bummer, but mm. I'm playing it now through the mo- you know, miracles of our modern world and uh it's absolutely phenomenal. But McCaller, you get this the way you charge your uh your your electricity powers is by just running around the screen. Like your your momentum charges your own battle powers. 
that kind of cool. So you're like running yeah. around and dodging stuff. Yeah, and building yeah. Up. Or just like on a flat surface, just like find a good flat surface to run. Okay, you know, <laughs> thinking about like the like how the DeLorean needs to pick up enough speed to go Got back it. to the future. That's mm. sort of like what you're doing. It's a P wing in Mario Three. Yeah, it's a P or your P meter. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah your Got P it. meter. Got yeah, it. yeah. And once that P meter gets full, then you can shoot a projectile. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a pretty much incredible no nonsense Genesis game that I'm gonna probably write an entire article about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. What higher praise is there? Yeah, I like games where a, a, there's a guy named Something Man, and he's kind of like got a gun arm, you know. <laughs> If that's happening, then I'm I'm excited about it. I also I took a trip recently to Vegas and I played a lot of a PS Vita. I played uh, I played some some of those like God of War PSP games. Those are oh. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Ghosts of Sparta and uh, Chains of Olympus. They're, they're those are pretty good games. Uh, I'm in what what I like to call a non virtuous cycle with PlayStation Now, where mm-hmm. I subscribed to it uh, to play Metal Gear Solid Four and played it mm. for an hour maybe, <laughs> and uh, like two months in a row have forgotten to cancel it, so I keep paying for it. But I saw those God of War games on it. Yeah, uh, those PSP God of War games. So they're worth it. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I um, think they're great. Are they like the old God of Wars, like the yeah PS2 ones? Yeah, they're like they're like set up like fixed camera or rotating camera, you know, but like, you know, you're just in that little your little arena, you're doing the puzzles, you're pushing blocks, you're killing guys, Damn, doing I combos. Could get into that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it it's all what you need in your life is just a beat 'em up. It's just uh-huh. to beat some guys up. And is that Kratos, those games do that. Is Kratos as angry and <laughs> obnoxious as he was in the first games. I actually really like that Kratos. I think that Kratos and, is very funny. And like uncomfortably mean. Like we'll just like <laughs> kick a guy into a serpent's mouth and be like, I don't have time for you, fool. Or he'll be like, yeah, give me a key. And the guy's like, oh, will you save my life? He's like, yes. And then <laughs> as soon as the key gets delivered, he's like, kidding. <laughs> and he'll just kick the guy. <laughs> it's like so... um like uh, going back and playing it, you kind of feel bad. Like he's he makes you feel bad. You're like, it is one of the craziest stories that they redeemed Kratos and made him such a beautiful human being in a video <laughs> game. <laughs> After he like, I remember in God of War three, he just like picks up like the concubine women and just like throws them into a <laughs> fucking meat grinder, <laughs> explodes them. And like you collect their runes so you can level up by doing yeah. this. Like there's no angle through which you can say the game is judging Kratos for these reasons. This was right. how people felt like the first time they read Frank Miller's uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Like, oh. I thought he was an Adam West guy. It's like, no, Batman can be grim now. Like we went the opposite way. It's like, oh, now now uh, Kratos is fun and joyful. Yeah, Kratos uh. today. I, I I do also appreciate though that they kind of the at least the newer game and maybe this Ragn. I mean, I don't don't know about the newest one coming out, but that 2018 game punishes him a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Which for his crimes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of which there are multitudes. <laughs> um, That's the thing. That, yeah. that was the first game where they were like, let's think about how this character is actually behaving and, and where yeah. he would fit in a, a, a world where uh, there not everybody's a cartoon character. Yeah. And what if we had a son who was worse than any God he'd ever <laughs> taken down? You know, like he, this kid was just so annoying <laughs> that, uh, wow. 
I love video games. All right. Well, let's let's get into a little bit of the news. News is happening, and it's happening all the time. I won't ever back down from that. Um, New video game. Famously defiant in the face of news. Yeah. Yeah. News will sometimes be like, we're going to stop being news. No, you won't. Um, Okay. We have... Some new releases this week. Um, wow. Ha- have you heard of Evil Dead the game? Boy, have I. I feel like every YouTuber that I uh, know about like got to play this game with Bruce Campbell. There's so many Bruce Campbell videos going up of YouTubers playing this game with him. Are you a Campbell fan? God. <sighs> Yes and no. I remember, um, I, I, I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast before. My friend's dad, who introduced me to Resident Evil, um, also introduced us to Evil Dead in, in that he, he took us aside and was like, yeah, you guys like scary movies? You can only watch Evil Dead if you think you're a real man. And we watched it, and it was like, not that scary. It's just like silly and scary. Yeah. Uh, so I do have like a lot of affection for those movies, but it doesn't necessarily translate to Bruce Campbell. And it certainly doesn't translate to the later movies that I would say that like I enjoy, but I'm not passionate about. Sure. Um, and damn, I have tried these Friday the 13th style games, uh, Dead yeah. by Daylight, and yeah. they don't click. I don't know. Maybe what, maybe the getting's good. Maybe if we got all of our people in and really got into yeah. Evil Dead, we would have a good time. I think we would in the way that we would just have a good time no matter what we did. Mm. But is that the game we want to go all in on? Probably not. But I do think like my, my sister is a huge uh, dead by daylight fan. Sure. Yeah. And has like a bunch of the DLC and it's like, Oh, pyramid mm. heads coming. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot of fun when you got a good crew who's down to get jump scared and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but that being said, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Something about like how clunky y- you are as a human. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like not. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I would not, I would not play it by myself. I'll tell you that. Uh, I would say my work sister, uh, Roxy Polk, who I do mm. Scary Basement with, um, she has fallen out of Dead by Daylight because they did an NFT, and that's like, she's like, I'm not having it. NFTs, I'm out. <laughs> she hates them. Wow. But she played it for a super long time and was super into it, and I tried, and I had exactly that same problem. I was like, this is a great concept, but this game feels so wonky and the controls don't work and i it never this is kind of my like new criteria like elden ring for the most part if i fuck up it feels like it's my fault and then there are times when it feels like the game's fault and that's when i start ejecting the disc and putting it on my desk ready to trade into gamestop dead by daylight is like i died and it wasn't my fault the game (laughs) it's it's so wobbly and i don't understand what's happening and you're hooked yeah you get caught on the level geometry and you're like trying to run and the guy's behind yeah it's yeah i played um resident evil revelations that was always or um not revelations um resistance resistance that came with resident evil 3 remake and that was we played that together once I think that game ruled that game like felt fun to play because those Resident Evil remakes are fun to play. And it was janky and hard. Um, 
but in like a gameplay way, not in like a way I'm like, it was still fun to move my character around. Right. And it was fun to like do combat. Yeah. Like that's what those games are missing is like, you are just like literally a limp wiener running around. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th or evil dead. And even as like, I remember playing even as Jason in, in uh, Friday the 13th, it's like, even that wasn't that fun. It didn't like, it wasn't suddenly like, Oh, this controls great. It was like, no, I. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It should be so much fun to play as Jason and just slash away at teenagers. They should make a single player game. Yeah, actually, and, yeah. Ugh, as we're talking about it, maybe Jason has a son and he pays for some of the sins of his past. <laughs> yeah, if that happened, I, <laughs> I'd lose it. I'd lose it. They try to redeem Jason. He's like, I guess I have been really mean and it especially Um, doesn't work because they use the technologically upgraded from the space one (laughs) (laughs) it's a robot dude jason x that movie sucks (laughs) (laughs) um how about uh how about this master chief losing his virginity you hear about this uh just headlines what what he has sex on the show yeah that's that's basically it he's uh yeah, Master Chief uh fucks on uh on uh, the show Halo, I guess. Is is this show out? <laughs> Boy is it. Yeah. Have you watched any of it yet? Absolutely not. Man. Yeah, uh episode 8 of Paramount Plus's Halo uh, Halo show John 117 gets it on. And maybe ruins everything in the process. I don't even know what that means. Who does he uh, have sex with? Cortana. I I don't know because I don't watch the show, and I'm kind of, I'm like, how did I? How am I? How did I not know this show was already airing? I actually didn't know. This is like the general vibe about that show. Even people who love Halo are like, mm-hmm. I I can't get into it. Like uh, a bunch of again like video game YouTubers that I I listen to have talked about how like yeah I watched the first two episodes and it just like. It was neither good nor bad. It just like didn't permeate my brain. So I missed the third episode. Yeah. That's what a bizarre weird. nothing show. Where are we at on Master Chief? Well, like, don't want to spoil things for later, but he might be on a little list. I, I will say I did take a lot of what's going on with him into account in my <laughs> placement of him. But it's just like, how do you make a Halo show? Like, Mm -hmm. this is a question that theoretically we've been asking since they announced this show. But, like, he is a nothing character. And this show said, like, we can't make a show with a nothing character, so we're going to make him a character. And it's like, that's one option. And the other option is to just make another character who's, like, hanging out with the Master Chief. And then he kind of becomes, again, a Jason, a Kratos type, who is just, like, this all-powerful, infinite thing. And then you are following the character journey of somebody else. And God, neither is super satisfying. Like I hear that Master Chief is fucking on the Halo show. And I'm like, no, he's not. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. That's not his bag, man. He's about he's about you know what he's about? Sneaking up behind the guy <laughs> and just doing like a whacking him with the butt of his uh a one hit kill. Yeah, one hit kill. Yeah, that's what he's about. I that you know what sucks is Halo's a great game what are we gonna pretend it's not it's a great game absolutely halo infinite that was one of the best games ever made 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> it, it and Master Chief as a character sucks. Like <laughs> right. why? Why can't you just do anything with him? Do anything cool with him at all? In Infinite, they try to make it like he's kind of a bad guy. Like he like they're like they're like Master Chief is so dedicated to his mission that he has no critical thinking. So mm. even though people around him are like, hey, maybe you shouldn't just do freaking wipe out this entire community. He's like, but the mission, the mission says yeah. I have to. And then he does, you know, so it's, there's some cool, I don't wouldn't call it cool. I'd call it. There's some uh, oldest time video game. Yeah. You are really the bad guy stuff going on. I mean, at least it sounds like there's a take on it. Right. Which, which is I different like. than the, yeah. The other games, I think, I don't know if they have ever had a take on him. I mean, I would argue he's the perfect video game character. Like, mm. he's all-powerful. We project ourselves into him. We get to feel all-powerful. We don't necessarily have to go through an arc besides any gameplay arc. Like, we yeah. get better at the controls and the and the combat loop at the same time he does. That sounds great. Don't tell a story about him. I don't care about Cortana. I don't care if his silly little AI friend is dying. I right. want her to die. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I want Halo to have a good story, a good sci-fi story, but when it tries to do it, I don't like it at all, and I wa- wish it wasn't there. So it's yeah. it's a catch twenty two of like. Although I, it's like just write a good story. Does Dead Space have a good story? Right, get the Dead Space people in there, make right. them write it. Yeah, or, I don't remember you know. Dead Space's story at all, but I remember Halo One having a pretty cool story, but it was super simple. Yes, and that's and that's always when it's at its best is when mm-hmm. it's just a. Um, like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie, or like a, or like what's the guy, the Transformers guy, Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay, a, yeah. When it's a Michael Bay movie, it works because it's like we're not really thinking too much about mm-hmm. any, any one particular thing. It's like there's good and evil, and we need to conquer it. You know, that's right. Period. We're in a war with the aliens, and sometimes the <laughs> flood is here. <laughs> this is yeah. the extent of my understanding yeah. and caring about the Halo story. And then let me play multiplayer with my best friends. Yeah. This is yeah. so... <laughs> this is the formula. That's probably definitely missing from the Halo show. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how you make a TV show about Halo multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, maybe it's like, they all like, it's like a virtual VR and they all have to go into train. <laughs> you know, and they're doing like, capture the flag honestly listen as we're describing it it's red versus blue red versus blue uh, yeah that old internet show is perfect it's a hanging out sitcom i think that show might have eventually got like grandiose story lore but like do the office except it's halo yeah yeah damn these are great ideas we're coming up with yeah this is not this is not bad i like a comedy that's halo better (laughs) than i like a uh a serious thing that's Halo. I, I don't want to get too far much into because I guess there's maybe some spoilers here for the sex scene, but like there is a paragraph in this Kotaku article that just says like, and then there's Cortana, Chief's AI companion, who just kind of stands there watching on with a mixture of emotions that are entirely indiscernible due to the uncanny valley. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's referring to the scene where they're having sex and she's just kind of standing there because <laughs> that is... <laughs> That, that maybe is a comedy. Um, I want her to be like giving him no, like there's a yeah. 38% chantage she would enjoy if you turn yeah. in this direction. 40% chance she will become pregnant, you know, 
stuff like that, like real buzz kills. <laughs> Get out of here, Cortana. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see what else. What else we got? Uh, I had something here. Oh, uh, you gonna play Gotham Knights? What's what's up with Gotham Knights? I really am. There's I like a sure lot am. of there's a lot of stuff going on. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, Nightwing's ass looks pretty good. That's good. Nightwing's ass should always be front and center. Yeah. And looking good. Here, here's kind of the thing. Like I, I get bothered a lot by like the way women are depicted in video games, but if it's just like, we're just making every character super uh, weird and sexy. Like if Batgirl comes out sexy, that's fine with me because Nightwing's also sexy. Like, yeah. great. We're in a sexy aesthetic. If all the Gotham Knights just look like fuck machines, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, I loved Arkham Knight with my whole heart. And I know yeah. that game is like really. Oh my God. That was a website <laughs> ad. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was, uh, I mean, that is kind of the feeling I get when I say how much I love Arkham Knight. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, like, it's, it's dramatic and people are like upset about it. Uh, it. I think the Batmobile is great. Even though I hate the Batmobile in every Batman story, I think Batman should be stealthy and swinging through the night, not driving oh. a car. Yeah. yeah. But uh, not parallel parking. You don't see him right. doing something. <laughs> right. What kind of like, I want to become a myth. And then it's like they see him driving. Shut up. Get, yeah. get out of here with that. Be yeah. in the shadows. Uh, but like, I love the Batmobile gameplay. I think that's super fun. Um, I'm happy to do it all the time. I think that combat is so fun. And so just like another chance to get into that Gotham Knights world. Mm. Uh, I'm going to press triangle to counter until the day I die. Every time. You got to counter those because they'll hit you. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll play it. I played every other one. (laughs) Like why, (laughs) why stop now? Um, Uh, I will say if there was one to stop at, this is the one like, Oh, you think? It's such a bad decision to not let you play as Batman. Yeah, maybe. Why can't I just be Batman? Tell me a good story. Well, because we did Batman four times. Maybe if they did, if they did tell a good Robin story or a good Batgirl story, I'd be down mm. for that too. If it's good, if it's a good story. Yeah, and maybe Batman's tangential in it. And, oh, there's Batman, or or maybe we're rescuing Batman or something. You know, that's yeah. Cool. I think Batman might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe we. Uh... So I think it's uh, it's very important to just like bum your audience out. We we just right throw his jump. bones into the Razal Ghoul pit. We throw his <laughs> naked bones in there, and he. Yeah, because he died like by acid. <laughs> like, yeah, everything of him melted except his bones. <laughs> yeah. He and comes then, back and out. then he comes back out and he's still just bones. The Lazarus yeah. pit just reanimates you. It doesn't and build like, your muscles he's back. He's screaming in pain because he's so <laughs> yeah. But he Ouch. still puts on the Batman costume and it's just like a skeletal jaw in yeah. the mouth. His, and then, he's trying to talk, no voice. Yeah. And then when Bruce Wayne gives his first like return to Wayne Tech speech <laughs> and he's just a skeleton in a suit. <laughs> And people are still not putting it together in Gotham. They're like, he's, d- did he get a haircut? Yeah, they're not quite sure. <laughs> that is, uh, well, that's that's incredible. Um, our, uh, what about, okay, here's another question. Mm. What about what about Mario Strikers? That's on, that's on the horizon. These are games, by the way, for the listener, on the horizon. That right. We're kind of talking about, so. Uh, damn, I want someone else to buy it and go and try it. I got so burned on that Mario Golf. (laughs) (laughs) 
I bought that digitally like day one. I was like, this looks yeah. so fun. And I played it half a time. Sometimes we're hungry and sometimes mm. we're full. And right now I'm kind of full. I do buy every first party Switch game though. So I will buy this. Sure. But I, uh, and it's soccer and the, and it's got that cool art. It looks violent. <laughs> yeah, bloody. <laughs> it looks bloody even. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, it's your responsibility if you are the first one to buy it amongst the group to hold, excuse me, to hold a Mario soccer party tournament. Yeah, for sure. A tournament yeah. would be good. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. Ha- but it has to be at Connor McCabe's house. And it has <laughs> to be at Connor's house. Yeah, because he has the room to spare, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that, I think that sounds good. That sounds yeah. I'll, I'll buy it and we'll all play it for you know we'll play it half a time like you said and it'll Perfect. go back on the shelf and. We should we'll all throw in five dollars. <laughs> we'll buy a community yeah. copy of Mario Strikers. Yeah, and then when the next Mario Sports game, we'll trade that Mario Strikers in towards it, and we'll all throw in another five dollars. And because that's easy. what we're doing, we're playing it one time yeah. collectively. Why does one of us have to bear the financial burden? It, I think the only way this would work fairly is if we all chipped in the money and then after we got together one time to play it, we ceremoniously threw it in the trash. <laughs> so no one got to keep it. Into it. That's the only way it would work. Um, well, I, I mean, uh, is there any more news here? Any news you want to talk about? No. Ugh, yeah, no. I'm seeing stuff about like, Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan's note to his staff about Roe v. Wade, and I'm just like, I don't want to talk I about. Don't that. know. <laughs> I mean, we can say well, that shit sucks. That was a yeah, stupid thing to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm so burned out on talking about video game industry shenanigans and controversy and sexism and and like not because I'm not because I'm like I'm just like. Yeah, it's ups- it's a- it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Just know, video games a comedy show stands with <laughs> <laughs> the right side of the all of those. Yeah, and we don't don't have to rehash every. It sucks. Go look it up. It's everything sucks. It, it video is games very are great. funny that he he took such a cowardly stance. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, let's all yeah. respect everybody, but let's all also, respect everybody. Here's my uh, description of a cat's birthday. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, who's happy about that email? <laughs> it's like he did a Banksy email. <laughs> like a weird art piece. Um, Do you, did you watch the Indie World Showcase? I did. What, anything good in there? I didn't watch it. No. <laughs> Everyone's I, pissed, yeah. I, not only was I pissed at the overall showcase, like, every individual game made me pissed. I was like, congratulations, <laughs> you put a gun in an umbrella. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing felt uh uh exciting or like Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what an indie game could do to make me like really jump in and be excited about it, but certainly one That's a else. really good question. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds like a future episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like maybe like we try to break the break the mold on a new indie game that could right. actually be exciting cuz you're right. Every time I see any kind of art style, like even if it's trying to be cute or cool, I'm like, no, hate it. You know, yeah. I'm like, it's hard. It's hard for things to break loose. 
in the Even indie like space. Games like that have great gameplay that are like, you know, uh, Metroidvanias. I went through a phase when I certainly the first like year or two that I had a switch where any Metroidvania I would buy. Sure. But I wasn't finishing them and I wasn't really enjoying them. And they no. just all feel it gives me you tell me if this is my weird like <laughs> empathy overload. I just they all feel like dollar store toys. Yeah. And it makes me so sad. Cause yeah. it's like it's like a Toy Story thing. I'm just like I, I watch these indie world games, and I think that's why I'm covering it with anger because I'm actually just so upset. Cause like <laughs> I don't understand who could enjoy these products that people put so much time into. And God, that's upsetting to e- say. Even the good like, and and you're talking about the good ones, right? Let alone like the hundreds of other random shareware looking games that end up on the eShop. Uh, yeah, like I'm trying to think of the last indie game I just really liked. <laughs> there's i think it was like well celeste. actually uh, well yeah i mean no I, I i've liked games since then well because here's one of the games that was notably missing from the showcase that everyone's talking about is the hollow knight sure sequel which i did play did really enjoy yeah. a lot and hollow knight's it. great did you enjoy it yes i loved it i uh finished it and then not too long ago was like picking it up again and got oh that's pretty cool. far yeah i i love that game guacamelee is oh one that i talk about all yeah, the time that's fun that's fun but those but did but like i wonder if they came out with hollow knight or guacamelee today if we'd like it because back mm. then it was like kitsch and like cute and cool and like interesting we were missing metroidvanias mm. like they yeah. had gone away and now like Metroid Dread is here. <laughs> we're we're set on Metroidvanias for yeah. a minute. Metroid Dread is the best. Um Yeah, so uh by the way, there's an article um entitled These Games Were Missing from Nintendo's Indie World Showcase. I'm gonna click on this article because I do want to just see what this is from Game Informer. Okay. What uh what games this person uh mentions. But I just want to point out that the uh person who wrote the article's name is John Carson. And sorry, pal, you're Johnny Carson. You're not going to hide from me. You can't go by John Carson and me not know that I can call you Johnny Carson. It's also very funny to me that Johnny Carson has not only faked his own death and continued living on, but that he would go into games journalism. Yeah. Every other sentence is, uh, wow, I did not know that. <laughs> this article about games that are missing from the indie showcase is because he put an envelope to his forehead while he wore a <laughs> turban and yeah. thought they would, saw they would be there. Why does this have a bunch of quotes from Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Silk Song, Hollow Knight Silk Song is missing. Mm-hmm. We all are also missing. Ah, this is a Michael Hearn special here, Sports Story. Sure, yep. I could, I could definitely get into Sports Story. What about if, what? Okay, this is another game. Uh, she dreams elsewhere. I don't know what that means. She dreams elsewhere. Is that a game you you've heard of? No. She dreams elsewhere. A quirky RPG applies a neon pastel color palette into an earthbound like adventure. Okay. Sounds like a uh, uh, what's it called? Undertale kind of yeah thing. The art style definitely better than Undertale. I like Undertale just fine. I'm yeah. not like ravenous about it, but like the art style is brutal. Yeah. Eh, this one's not. This is this okay. I think that might be the secret key is just like describe it like a game I've been itching to play for a while. Right. 
You know, if if I was somebody who really loved Earthbound and they were like, this is like Earthbound with blank, I would be like, I'm ready for that. Do what do you think about the about the Earthbound art style? Earth style. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid B plus. Yeah, I like. Yeah, me. I, yeah, me too. I think B plus is good. Mm-hmm. Um, door dog, uh, door dogney. Ever heard of door dogney? Door dogney. I hardly uh, even no, know. Uh, yeah, no. E. Uh, every scene in this time hopping adventure is hand painted, creating a storybook backdrop. You know, I will say this. If there is a really good like watercolor looking game mm. out there or like a hand painted where it's like really f- it has a lot of frames like I'm thinking like Cuphead or something where sure. it's like like real and I I could play a few more of those games that look like real animation I'm mm-hmm. you know <laughs> I'm trying to think if I would I, I I feel like the 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 emotional memory that I have is thinking about like the unfinished swan and like mm, that kind mm. of game where like the art style is smart and innovative and looks great. And I just have no interest in playing it. And that's kind of how I'm feeling about, I guess that's how I feel about Cuphead. Yeah. I unfinished Swan though is like, uh, that's, that's just, that's okay. Yeah. It's not what you're talking about at all. <laughs> it's no. very much the wrong full. I'm but... talking about like paint, like, like where it looks like paint, like a painting or, or yeah. like, an, or like what's a the, cartoon. What's the game I'm thinking of? Like, uh, I didn't play it at all, but like chicory. Yeah. Chicory I, that might, that might be the answer here. Cause I haven't played chicory. So, mm. but that might be the answer. Uh, blossom tales Two. Okay. What, is, what the <laughs> hell is that about? I don't know. It's not, wasn't, wasn't on the damn the Minotaur Prince. Yeah, the Minotaur Prince. It wasn't in the damn presentation. Is that a Zelda E game? Looks Zelda E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. like a so, uh, Blossom Tales One is like a Zelda, and this is probably like another Zelda. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. <laughs> cool. I think this is that. Um, this looks like that. Uh, game that wants to be. Uh, Jet Set Radio. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I like Jet Set Radio. That's a good. That's a good time. I got it for free with my first Xbox. Oh, yes, I have that too. I got like that want... in Sega GT Rally, maybe. Yeah, that that combo disc. That's great. They they uh they, you know, there's backwards compatibility uh compatibility stuff on the Xbox. Um, that they they need to add that mm. game on yeah. there because that's Very the one so. game I want to play. That I have a disc for. Anyways, okay, I think that's gonna do it for news. Um, when we return, we are going to drop the top ten gaming mascots of all time. Definitively, stay tuned. Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt. I'm sitting here with the incredible Michael McCaller. We are going to determine for you now Video Games and Comedy Show's definitive top 10 gaming mascots. McCaller, I tasked you with coming up with a list eh, maybe an hour before the show. (laughs) Um, uh, I came up with one myself as well. What do you look for? In a gaming mascot. 
I don't know if this is necessarily fair, but I, I think about less the quality of the game. I think that's like one of many important factors. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe 25% is quality of game. Yeah. 25% is like notoriety, right? If I went up to a random person on the street, would they know who this mascot is? Sure, sure. Um, and the big one, uh, there's one other 25% one that I'll I'll save. Oh, okay. uh, 25% is other. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Various great. categories that I, you know. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it before. Master Chief and the way he's acting in the TV show. That's not necessarily fitting in one of the categories, but that's certainly going to be taken into account and that'll fit in the other. Right. Uh, and then the last 25% uh, representing a console is like a oh, huge multiplier. Oh, Yeah. And yeah. that can be subjective. You know, there's a, a lot of different characters who have represented a console. So right. a lot can go in there. That is that is an incredibly robust and useful rating system. Much better than mine, which was 10%, do they have a gun for an arm? <laughs> and 90% sex appeal. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, I kid, I kid, I kid. I did come up with a list. I'm... I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy with this list. Um, why don't we go back and forth and we ping pong? Okay. And we we go from ten to one. Great. So you say your ten. I'll say my ten. And we could talk about the games and the characters as we. Yeah. Can. Yeah. Um. Great. Yeah. Uh. I at number ten, put down if you can believe it, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh shit! Okay, this is interesting. Number 10. It Number almost 10. 10 is almost an honorable mention. Right. Okay, here's my thinking. Game quality. Listen. The Genesis <laughs> games pretty good. It is hard to argue for any Sonic game post what? Uh Sonic 3? Oh, I mean, I like Sonic Adventures. Those those games have a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, they're they might fun. not be good. <laughs> and and I would argue that the badness of like Werewolf Sonic and mm. uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic mm-hmm. Forces, all of these games they keep coming out. There, these are like six yeah. games. I would say Sonic like enters in to all four of my quadrants and does pretty bad at all of them. <laughs> Is representing a console? Oh, I thought he—he's definitely no, no, no. He absolutely represented a console, and he's the only one who got his console killed off. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, the whole not, brand, the whole company killed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Mm. I, I I would say it's uh my, my high school English teacher had this rubric. She was like, if you don't uh take on a really meaty topic in your papers, like yeah. you can get a B plus. That's that is reasonable. But if you take on like a really meaty topic, you're kind of entering into the arena. You could get an A, but I'm going to grade you more harshly. You might, you're, you're probably going to get right. an A or a C. Sonic the Hedgehog, like he entered in the arena and he got a C because there's no more Sega consoles. Yeah. I love, I, I, yeah, you uh, have, uh, have a, a good, that's a good grading rubric. I also have Sonic on my list. Mm-hmm. He's number five. Um, He's dead middle. I love Sonic the Hedgehog. I think one thing you're not taking into account that I that maybe bumped him for me is just relevance and popularity. Like right now, like he is uh, the, maybe the only good video game movie ever made. <laughs> uh, he's he's big. He's huge. He's he's got a whole. He's going to have a film franchise, you know, pretty soon. 
Very fair. Yeah. But <laughs> when I went to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2 just a few weeks ago, yeah. uh, the air conditioning was broken. And it was <laughs> a hot and miserable experience. Yeah. Also, Sonic, what I do like about Sonic, what I've always cherished about Sonic, and this is a little bit of my 90s kid nostalgia, is he's got attitude. And I he think that that kind of rips. That's that kind of rips, you know? Like, if Bart Simpson's a good character, Sonic's a good character. I agree. Listen, yeah. Sonic is absolutely on this list. Yeah, he's on the list for sure. We got him. He, he's my five, you're ten. He's somewhere on there. Anyway, he's what, he's what, definitely on there. What's your nine? Number nine, I got Gex. <laughs> he's a gecko. I've heard. This is more of like a, uh, a a potential pick. Sometimes in the NFL draft, you will draft a player not because of their production in college. They might have very few sacks, but you know they've got the measurables. You know they could come back. The fact that Gex just had a leaked, unfinished game hit the internet, Gex Jr., and there was like some buzz about it. People were talking yeah. about it, and they were like, yeah. wow, is Gex ready back? to come back like i feel like gex is like on the precipice yeah funny funny guy he's a you know here's the thing he's not actually always funny but he's always trying <laughs> he's trying he's always like pitching jokes <laughs> and they're not oh they're not all gonna be bangers that's okay absolutely not yeah uh gex is not on my list but I, I did almost put him on my list, and I kind of wish I would. There's somebody on my list I kind of wish I didn't have on here. Mm. So well, Hold on one second. What are, what are your 10 and 9s? Oh, okay. Yeah, so my 10 and 9, uh, number 10, is uh, Master Chief. Oh, wow. So Master Chief is 10, again, almost honorable mention, because... Um, I don't. Uh, I couldn't describe his character to you if, if you if you put a gun to my head. Um, but I liked his suit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he can jump high. I like that he's uh, always been around for my wow. for those adventures. Um, yeah, he's he. There's something, and I do think he's like never not been Xbox's mascot. Mm-hmm. He is Xbox. That was that, kind of yeah. listen. He's on my list too. He is much higher. What he number? Is, I got him at number three. Number three. Okay. Now walk me through rationale. How okay. is he? A, how is he that much better than Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> System still out. It, yeah. Still making yeah. Xboxes. Yeah. Um, but what's his favorite food? Because well, Sonic says chili dogs. Okay. How many people has Sonic had sex with? Well, at least that adult woman in Psycho 6. <laughs> and also, honestly, the way that his reputation is kind of taking a beating from the Halo show is the only reason I have him at three and not two. Interesting. Okay. I would have made him my number two overall mascot. Just because, like, he's been the clear mascot for a system for forever. Yeah. I feel like Halo is a strong enough brand that even though this show sucks, Paramount already got a second season for it like it's already like it oh, did enough that's cool uh people care about halo like people love halo and people love master chief yeah and just recently had a great game in his series like that's something that a lot of these uh mascots uh, you know they've fallen off yeah not yeah. a lot of great mascot games in the last 20 years or so 20 years I that's think, a long time <laughs> I, 
I think that like he does like if he had a better personality, he'd be higher on my list. And I think if he'd been, yeah, I think it just to me it all comes down to I can't like if I'm a kid, I can't like go out and play like I'm Master Chief because I mm. don't know how I would act <laughs> or be. <laughs> I would just be stoic. Listen, playing as them as a child is a huge criteria that I had not considered. I never yeah. really liked Sonic, but I absolutely played as Sonic as a kid. Oh yeah, and you would go like catch you later, and then like uh, run around and yeah. like and like, and you're like, yeah, that's what Sonic does. He says your, stuff like that. Your friend who lives next door could be uh, Amy or Tails. It's oh, up to her. Man. Yeah, it's up to the, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're playing as Master Chief, you'd be like, what's this catchphrase? Uh, time to blow it up. <laughs> you know, you're like you're making stuff. Let's roll. Let's roll out. It's time um, for an attack. Okay, so let's. Uh, my number nine is. Um, uh, uh, oh, slime <laughs> from Nickelodeon. I wish. No, slime is a uh, little blue teardrop-shaped character from Dragon Quest. With little big beady eyes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you look up slime now, I can picture him now when you, yeah, when you say that, yeah, yeah, I know who. Now all of my arguing about personality goes out the window with slime because slime (laughs) has doesn't even have a voice, doesn't talk, is just the literally serves as the first enemy you fight in every Dragon Quest game. Uh huh. But he's like the the thing if you were going to make Dragon Quest poster you'd put a slime on there they've made controllers a PS4 controller that's shaped like that slime mm. it looks like the most ergonomically horrible thing to pick up with your hands uh-huh. but they did it man and he's cute he's got the cuteness factor he's got a big like long tongue that'll come out he's not a threat uh, does the fact that the choo-choo jelly from Wind Waker almost detract from it? Like, it's it's almost that this slime, like, when you said it, and I finally pieced together what it looked like, the yeah. very first thing I was thinking of was the choo-choo, choo-choo jelly. jelly from Wind Waker. Well, so the fact that he's not immediately would be ripping off with, slime, because slime has been around since the 80s. That's a great point. That's it's It's more of a testament to slime's... Uh, uh, staying power. prevalence yeah I'm not saying slime's on this list I'm just saying he's my number nine I because I love I love like because like one of my criterias in, in all realism was was does it represent the franchise is it like what mm. does it, is it Mickey Mouse for yeah. what you're doing you know I think you're right if you can be representative of a, of a franchise and a console that is more powerful those are more powerful uh mm-hmm cards but uh but of a franchise still it's like when you think of dragon quest it's like you want a little slime plushie you yeah know? no That's it's a, it's a great point it feels like it's in that like number 10 kind of range yeah. like it feels yeah. like i could see it on the list and i could also see it not on the list it's like right there yeah. ready to go okay what is your number eight number eight i gave it and this gonna be controversial <laughs> sub-zero <laughs> okay so i flirted with having a fighting game character on my list too it wasn't sub-zero 
why Sub-Zero and how... Because what I ran into was, is that the character? That's exactly why I think it's controversial because yeah. fighting games, and I feel like it happens with Ken and Ryu too, fighting games tend to work in dyads. You can't put just one of them on the list. Yeah. I think Sub-Zero is cooler than Scorpion. Wow. Yeah. Now, again. That is controversial. That's, that's not something you're supposed to say in polite company. I do think Sub-Zero is more of like, uh, it doesn't have more of like a story inside of the Mortal Kombat universe. Like Scorpion's more of like an assassin killer. And then Sub-Zero actually has like a family and shit. That sounds right. I also think there might be two Sub-Zeros. Oh. Um, uh, 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 one without a mask who just looks like a, a, a guy. Don Draper. <laughs> yeah. And then one with a mask who is the standard color ninja yeah uh, from Mortal one Kombat. sub-zero doesn't think about you at all and the other <laughs> sub-zero <laughs> thinks about you constantly uh, i i don't i'm hazy on the mortal Kombat mythology i know that sub-zero like i think that sub-zero and scorpion have like a cool like we're always locked in battle no matter what adaptation we are like sub-zero and scorpion will always be yeah. On opposite sides. they These two do not like each other. And, yeah. you know, you have friends like that sometimes. You have friends <laughs> you just, you know, on yeah. your birthday, you're going to have to sit one at one table and one and the other at the other. Yeah, totally. Sub-Zero, like, Mortal Kombat, I think, is just, like, one of a couple franchises that sort of represents video games as a whole. Yeah. That, like sparked like the first ever like video game controversy so it's like very prevalent in the in a lot of people's minds like it's it's one of the kinds of characters that you would think about when you think of video games totally for a weird ninja to be it like that uh viable as a as a Mm. character i don't know i think that i think that sub-zero or scorpion interchangeable ultimately on this list but i think Mortal Kombat and those two ninjas specifically make sense to me. I love it. I I would have definitely gone Scorpion, but Sub Zero is still valid. You know, sure. Um, it definitely more valid than my number eight, which is Klonoa. <laughs> <laughs> is Klonoa a cat? I don't know. It's a <laughs> Klonoa's might be a bear or a cat or a mouse or it's it's like a Klonoa's its own thing, man. It's its got own it. vibe. Klonoa does not got, deserve labels. <laughs> Klonoa's got big ears, man. He's kind of well, you jump. He kind of floats down. He kind of <laughs> grabbing guy. I mean, Klonoa's a, a good, Klonoa's a nice guy. Do I regret putting on my list? Yes. Do I wish I could have put it? T- <laughs> Do I wish? <laughs> do I wish I could have exchanged him with a Gex? Yes, but he's on here for better or worse. Who's your number seven? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Klonoa is definitely making it on here. Uh, <laughs> number seven, I have uh, Donkey Kong. Okay, I almost okay. I flirted with Donkey Kong. What do you like about Donkey Kong? He just feels like uh, able to reinvent himself throughout the years. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Not o- not only would I argue an overall mascot for arcades mm-hmm. uh, to think about them as a console, I think that yeah. kind of fits the criteria. King of Kong, like, you know. Uh, what other character on this list has an incredible documentary about Named them? Named after him, yeah. Uh, but also the fact that like there's kind of been like a really good and interesting Donkey Kong game across every Nintendo generation. You know, Donkey Kong Country was like. Uh, graphically like 
shocking for the yeah. Super Nintendo. Uh, on the N64, Donkey Kong 64 was uh, more of a canary in the coal mine of like, we're putting too much shit in these games. <laughs> yeah, but still exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then you think about these GameCube Donkey Kong games, this fucking bongo shit. Oh, oh God, yeah. That's yeah, wild. That's, like Donkey Kong is just like, um, there's a wrestler named uh, Chris Jericho. Right. Who um, has been around since the 90s, but like keeps reinventing himself. And it's almost a joke now that he'll like do something new and he'll have a new nickname. He'll like, <laughs> his angle in wrestling right now is that he, uh, the guy he was feuding with, he had his his uh, heavies hold him down and he threw a fireball at him. <laughs> and now he's calling himself the wizard. <laughs> and so that's his new gimmick is that he's calling himself a wizard. And it's, Tongue in cheek, but it's just like the fact to be that relevant for that long. I think Donkey Kong is goddamn doing something important. He's in the Mario movie. They're yeah. making a, a theme park ride about him. There's something like I feel like Donkey Kong might potentially be more popular with like kids and like the Nintendo mm -hmm. audience than we maybe give him credit for. I love that. Plus, the guy dresses sharp. He always shows up with a tie, <laughs> you know, so he's he he's a. Uh, yeah, I like I I I almost had him on the list. Kind of, I could see him going on too. Um, what about uh my number seven, Pikachu? You know what? I've got Pikachu at six. Okay. Oh, so, so close. Very close. Yeah, that's I feels like the range for Pikachu. Yeah, I was like wondering why we um both kind of rated him lower than maybe the world would rate him. I, I I mean, for me, it's that he was never uh, a console and it's sort of a ubiquity thing. What about like, Game, Game Boy? Oh, that's a great point. Like you play Pikachu on Game Boy. I, for me, the, the it's, it's, Pikachu is almost the inverse Donkey Kong, right? Donkey Kong has had a bunch of different games for so long and they've all been like different and weird and unique. Yeah. And then like, even when we get to like Donkey Kong Trumpical Freeze, there's like new gameplay methods. It's like Pikachu's been doing the Pikachu thing since 1996. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, he's just not exciting anymore. It's just like, yeah, he's big and popular, Boring. but it's just like, yeah. you know, when Gatorade first came out, we were like, wow, we can drink this and get more electrolytes <laughs> in sports. Cool. Like, it's not. It was huge at the time, but now it's just like, sure, we just we like Gatorade so much, we pour it on coaches when we win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, man. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Yeah, I think you're right. Sometimes you can be you could your popularity and success can uh like blot out the sun in a way that you're we can't you're boring now. Yeah. Yeah. I think like because I think Pikachu might be the biggest character we'll name. Probably. Period. Like every no, there's nobody who doesn't know who Pikachu is. Yeah. Uh but yeah, just kind of doing his thing, Pika Pika, doing yeah. electric electric so, stuff. So he'll probably fall in this range on our official list, right? A six, I I think so, and seven. I think I do think he if he's not on here, then we're making a huge statement, <laughs> right? You know, which listen, like credit where credits due. You do have to give it up for uh, he's like just below Mickey Mouse overall, <laughs> like mascot levels, like people knowing and loving him. So yeah, he might even be bigger than Mickey Mouse to small small children yeah oh that yeah uh, that makes sense yeah yeah i feel like only grandmas know mickey mouse mickey mouse doesn't have a lot of uh story content you know what i mean <laughs> he drove really... that boat 
And that he was it. <laughs> and then that's where it ended. Ugh, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. I already mentioned my number. Uh, no, I didn't. My sit number six is, oh, this is kind of a weird one. A Moogle. Oh, okay. Do you know what a Moogle is? From Final Fantasy? Yeah. Yeah, this one gets uh, design points. It's like for its design. I'm gonna Google it, it just so I remember. Yeah, what it looks Google like. it because there's in all of its in all of its uh, oh, facets. Yeah. It's got wings. It's got bat wings, but it looks like a little koala bear. Yeah, that's a and cute a little tail with a ball on it, and it always functions as the cutest, coolest thing in every mm-hmm. one of those games, and. Uh, you know, there's another there's another kind of character I'll get to later that I think is more emblematic of that Final Fantasy series, but Moogle is one. That's that was kind of my thought too. Is that I think of a different, even like cutesy animal for me, Final Fantasy. Me too. Before I think which of is yeah a Moogle, which is higher on my list. That animal, sure. But but this one, number six, I just think the design is so good. You know, I like good, I like it's a good design. I like that it's, uh, yeah, and especially when they get fat. Have that's you ever when seen they get cute. Uh, what looks like the, I guess, the Final Fantasy twelve Moogle? Oh, uh, maybe not. Where it's like hyper realistic, <laughs> not hyper realistic, <laughs> but looks like a. It's I don't know. I would say more Yoda vibes. I gotta see this. The Moogles in Final Fantasy twelve. This is a Screen Rant article. Ugh, I hate Screen Rant. Uh, the Moogles in Final Fantasy twelve have oh. a different design from the rest, which is related to a Final Fantasy. The, they're they're like bunnies in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I, I don't like mind those. that. Yeah, I like them. All right, give me a number five. Why don't you, Sailor? Right. Number five. This is this is my first and only real mistake on this list. <laughs> This character does not belong on the list. He will not go on our list. At number five, I have Glover. Oh, yeah. Glover sucks. Here's here's my argument for Glover. Yeah. Uh, bad at all th- three of my four criteria, right? Never represented a console. Uh, no name recognition. Nobody knows who Glover <laughs> is. Uh, bad game. Yeah. Other, however. Okay. Glover is just one hand <laughs> and he starred in a game that's just, pretty good just imagine if he was yeah. a whole person oh my what god his game would have been like dude he'd be like the megazord of mascots he would uh, be giant i also think his game might be good oh, no yeah? I, so i think i think people lo- like glover have not touched it yeah, it's an N64 mm-hmm. thing, right? And I think also a PlayStation 1 game, but people hate the PlayStation 1 version. Oh, yeah, because if my... you don't have the joystick, what are you doing? Sure. Uh, fuck, I got to either play Glover or at least <laughs> sit down and give all my attention to a Glover Let's Play. Yeah, probably do one of those things where you have the wiki open as you're watching a, a let's play and just totally studying the hell out of Glover. <laughs> Cause listen, there's a lot of games that you can have a let's play on in the background. And it's kind right. of like, I, I like a donkey Kong country, AGDQ race while I'm okay. uh, sweeping the floors kind of thing. Yeah. Glover. I would need to focus it. I would need to like learn and understand what's going on. Why is he a glove? Where did he get that ball? Yeah. What are his versions of stars <laughs> or music notes? Right. Right. 
Uh, Glover does not belong on this list. What was your no, number five? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what about, okay, my number five, We I already mentioned was Sonic, but I'll just go oh, to sure. my number four, who, I mean, who is exactly one notch better than Sonic? I think it might be my number four also. Mario? That's my number four. Ma- you have, I'm, I'm sorry, hold on. You have Mario at number four? I have I like three other mascots better. <laughs> it's not even true. The the <laughs> number one number one is actually a troll, but uh okay. but it, but Mario is um I'd love to talk a little bit about Mario as a mascot because what what happened in in who sold whose soul to who? to make Mario the greatest video game mascot ever. Do you know, you know what I'm asking? Kind like how of. did it, like, how did a squat human being plumber become every child's favorite guy in the world? Like how is it not crash bandicoot of an animal? You know what I mean? Like a, a clear, like what's your take? What's your theory on how Mario is so popular? It's a great question. Uh, I, because you're right. A Italian plumber with a mustache, like my stepdad had a mustache. Like yeah. any human beings that I meet with a mustache, I'm automatically against. Yeah, Mario should be labeled as a pervert everywhere he goes. <laughs> He's got bit, much bigger pervert energy. Yeah, I just feel like Mario is a case where throughout the years, and uh, to be clear, Mario is my number one. To the point where, like, my number one is Mario in parentheses. What are we even doing here? Yeah, Mario <laughs> is your number one. Like, it, 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 it with the weight where it breaks the list. In half. Yeah, right. Like, it's just so much on Mario. Look, I get it. He he is probably under Pikachu as being the most popular or the mm-hmm. like, ubiquitous character we could mention on this. I I just feel like. To have, like, when we talk about, uh, first of all, all four of my categories, like game quality, representing a system, Mario yep. is tied to Nintendo in every single way. Yeah. Um, Notoriety, like, people know what and who a Mario is. <laughs> yeah. And other, like, everything about Mario feels like, like, I shouldn't have such warm feelings for Mario. He's like a, a, a sin of capitalism. <laughs> well yeah and he's just a guy like he's just he's sonic the hedgehog is a hedgehog who runs fast and likes chili dogs mario falls asleep because he ate too much spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) that's a great point i would argue there is to (laughs) mario has and this is something that i have long been saying about like harry potter Harry Potter as a character is kind of not much of anything. He's just kind of like blandly good and he's not really affected by like his upbringing. He's kind of just like a a placeholder for us to funnel our own feelings in. When something good happens to Harry Potter, when he gets drafted into the Hogwarts house, he likes, we feel like we got drafted into the Hogwarts house. We like, I almost feel like Mario having not a ton of like specifics, yeah, makes it so that he can kind of appeal to everybody in a way that like Sonic the Hedgehog. It's just like if you're not into like the fast gameplay or 
uh, if bandicoots give you the willies, like they're, they're <laughs> almost just a notch too specific to be this like universally beloved thing. Mario right. is just kind of a guy. He's not even really a plumber anymore. He's sort of just around. He's just a man. Yeah. And so, yeah, therefore he is us. He is all of us combined. And he's like the best version of us. He's the version of us that can jump <laughs> a triple jump into the air. Listen, Stone Cold Steve Austin spent his entire career jumping straight from his feet onto his butt to give yeah. people the Stone Cold Stunner. Mario can do it, and he is fine. Right. Right. That's cute. His physical anatomy is mm-hmm. impressive. He's a, a specimen. Again, NFL draft, which maybe is my fifth quality. I wear with him going <laughs> in an NFL draft. Mario, you got to take him number one overall. Yeah. He's definitely like, I want him on my soccer team. I want him on my tennis team. I want him on my... (laughs) Um, I I will also say, starring in... Like, we talk about game quality. Like, every Mario game is a 9 or a 10. Right. He started two games that defined video games. Yeah. Mario, Super Mario World, and uh, Mario... Strikers. Uh, strikers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all, that's why so many games have soccer now. Yeah. I mean, well, just to like set a template for yeah. an entire medium twice. Yeah. Like, come on, buddy. It's Mario's. hard to argue with Mario. Plus Mario's his his good. design, like, col- like it's very colorful too. You know, he's got that. He's got a very cute voice. Charles Martinet, I think oh. actually like. If it wasn't for him, Mario might be a completely different... I don't think he had a good hand in oh, making that sure. character. So, like, after we heard his voice, it cemented it into mm-hmm. culture. It's like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Because before it was all like, hey, yo, it's the Super Mario show with Luigi. Um, Which is, like, another argument I would make for his, like, longevity. Yeah. The fact reinvention. That, like- reinvention, too. Yeah, at, at every point, Nintendo has made more or less, like, worst case, a great Mario decision. Yeah. And in any every other case, like, an all-time incredible creative decision. Like, Charles Martinet yeah. and his take, like, that they let him do that. <laughs> yeah. Is, like, <laughs> it became ubiquitous, but, like, at the time, it was like, why would you give him that voice? What? sounds insane. <laughs> But it worked. It's so perfect. And it's just yeah. like like sending him to space. It's just like all of these, oh, like, yeah, there are big risks being taken in the Mario franchise, and they all work. They're all good. Every yeah. one of them is a good choice, but is so, is very rarely do we ever get a Mario that is just like the next logical step. We get these giant game changing revolutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mario is a cat. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Wait, so what's your number four? Who is my number four? That's a great question. Oh, uh, when you said one notch above Sonic, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. That's above Sonic? Yeah. Crash? Hey, Crash, not on my list. Not on your list. Wow. I maybe should have. I mean, I I do love me some Crash. I auditioned to be Crash one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the new Crash. Oh, like like walk around like in the suit? Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like, PlayStation, Nintendo won't do this. <laughs> that rules. Oh, you'd be really good as Crash. I know. It actually went to Alex Berg. I knew, uh, The moment you said that, I remembered that I knew that. Yeah. 
Yeah. What a choice. Weird. Yeah. That's he, a funny he, he's good he's, at it too. He's probably yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's probably yeah. funny doing it. Yeah. Uh, I just, again, like, there's so few uh, characters that actually represented a console, and I think Crash was there for, like, the beginning of the PlayStation. Uh, it always kind of weird. It's still, to this day, kind of weirds me out that Crash Bandicoot is on other consoles because he's so embedded yeah. as the PlayStation guy to me. The fact that they made their PlayStation Smash Brothers game and there's no Crash Bandicoot feels like a sin, which, to me, <laughs> speaks to Crash's, like, stickiness as a yeah. PlayStation mascot. Yeah, he is like, you know, when the Credible Hulk changes back to Bruce Banner and he's just like a guy with like ripped jeans. Uh-huh. That's what Crash. <laughs> Crash looks like he was a bigger thing who shrank back down. Shirtless. Ripped yeah. Jeans. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like these like long jorts. Yeah. Whenever you cool. start a level in Crash Bandicoot, he looks back at the camera and gives you like sexy eyebrows <laughs> and then starts the level. <laughs> He's got a ton of personality, which yeah. when we're talking about a lot of these characters, like not a ton of them. Like, uh, I think, again, it, it's kind of something you want in your mascot. You want yeah. sort of a blank canvas, like a Pikachu that people can just generally say is cute, as opposed to that character uh, is doing something that appeals to me because it might, <laughs> you know, any right. any sort of action will not appeal to somebody. Crash Bandicoot, you know. Same English teacher logic, right? He He's mm. going for a meteor topic, and he's doing okay at it. Like, he's pretty good at what he is doing. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love Crash. He's he's really great. I didn't have him on my list, but that's because I was too busy putting my number three, which is Chocobo. Chocobo. <laughs> yeah, so Chocobo is the answer. I would like to see Chocobo on the list. I think... I think Chocobo earn, has earned his spot on the list. He is, no, he's not a household name. Like, my mom wouldn't know Chocobo, but my sister would know Chocobo. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who's kind of, like, cool and knows, like, any a little weeaboo stuff, you know, knows a Chocobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. The fact that, like, when you brought up Moogle, I was like, but shouldn't it be Chocobo? Like, right. tells, again, his, like, Chocobo is the Final yeah. Fantasy answer. And also, when Chocobo gets fat, it's kind of the best time, <laughs> too. So, fat, He's, if you Google fat Chocobo, it's the best thing you'll ever see. So, fat Chocobo. Oh, no, I don't like it. I'm, I'm Googling it too because I, I also like oh, fat. God. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, I mean, I'm getting a uh, sense memory of this. Uh, what what is his name? The Godskin Noble from Elden Ring. Oh, had a hard or, or time the guy with. for the bad guy from Dune. Uh, have you seen Dune yet? I haven't seen Dune. No. Oh, sorry. I yeah, I should have like given you like uh, a a better fat chocobo uh, picture, but uh, look for one of the cuter ones. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they don't always look like monsters. Uh, chocobo is great though. Grumpy though. Yeah, Chocobo's great. Always grumpy. Always a little. Always a little grumpy. Gus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ride around on Chocobos. So they're functional. They represent a whole series. They represent kind of. They represent RPGs in general. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's a at least just recently like Chocobo Racing. Like they're strong enough to carry their own games. Multiple Chocobo Dungeon is a game too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's it's not representing a console, but to represent at least a. 10 series long game franchise and i would i think you're right to say that they represent an entire genre yeah 
Yeah, Chocobo is a, a good pick for this list. So you gave me your number three earlier, which was Master Chief. What's your number two? Number two. Because this is it for you. Baby. It's Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, shit. I forgot about Banjo. I'd like to see Banjo on here. Um, I, I He's not on my list, though, shamefully. Yeah, uh, he, and he's certainly not a number two. This is this is a pure vote of the heart. Uh, yeah. I love Banjo. Just thinking about, like, how um, how excited everybody was when he ended up in Smash Brothers. Oh my gosh, Felt dude! Like a Banjo's moment. Banjo's sick. He's very good. Yeah, he first appeared in Diddy Kong Racing, which is like it, it, it's it's almost like an inverse. Like he appeared as like a cameo before his game came out, which yeah is funny to me. But then like I also feel like there's a lot of again NFL draft style potential. He's mm. got the measurables. If Microsoft, which does not have a console mascot right now, yeah. wanted one, I feel like the Banjo-Kazooie machine could get them there pretty quick. Uh, yeah, it's always so shameful that they haven't done anything with Banjo-Kazooie. Really sea of Thieves, that's all that company makes now? <laughs> Give me a break. Um, Banjo is hot off the presses, One of an all-timer. And I will say... Clearly, Mario represents the N64. Banjo-Kazooie kind of represents the N64. Are we ready to say, is Banjo-Kazooie better than Mario 64? It's not. It's just no way it's not. Because it's not fun. It's not as fun to run around as Banjo-Kazooie. That's fair. Like, I can't do wall jumps. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, but is it close? Like pretty close is the fact that we're asking that question yeah that's (laughs) emblematic yeah Yeah. and he's and i think banjo does stand up without kazooie like i banjo as just banjo is like the like very like i love Uh his doltish yeah he's good i I will also say that the that specific combination of like a bear with a bird in his backpack is Like a funny sentence. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like you could pitch it to somebody and be like, yeah, I know why I would like that because yeah. who would do that? Who would let that bear have a backpack in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> What's he keeping there, honey? Um, number two for me, Mega Man. Mega, Mega Man is, uh, yeah. is uh, wow. What, what, a, what a goddamn hero character. Uh, Mega Man is, if, if a boy could become a hero... He would become Mega Man, you know, mm-hmm. put on the blue pajamas, gun arm. And then, you know, that's that's at least 10 percent. Sure. Of what I <laughs> consider. Uh, yeah. And I think like for me, not like Mega Man X Mega Man, mm. like me- like like the little blue NES. boy that Mega Man. Yeah. Just blue standard regular Mega Man with hmm. no sh- extra shit on him. Like, that's a good Mega Man. Right what about there. the um, uh, Mega Man Legends Mega Man, where he has no helmet? Yeah, not a fan of that. Do you know, in, in Mega Man Legends 1, you can find the helmet and put it on your head. Oh. Yeah, but it's at, like, the very end of the game. It's very late into the game. Can we talk about this fucking reboot trend? <laughs> where it's like... <laughs> It's like, where they don't look like the character for most of it. Yeah. And yeah. at the very end, they find the thing that like turns them into right th- what they were. It's, it's stupid. It's Just, not good. 
Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any other examples, but this does well, happen. I can a think lot. of one Joker. <laughs> like the 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 intro like no. Lights up, he's the Joker. Like, give me a break. Like yes. let's not I don't want to know what person picked on him to become the I want lights up. He's got fish doing the fish thing. He's got <laughs> gas everywhere. <laughs> Why was the Joker poisoning fish? I don't remember, but it's actually a good story, I think. Okay, and my number one is Knuckles. <laughs> Because when I was a kid, Knuckles was the coolest sure. that anything could ever be. And I didn't have a Genesis, so I pined for Knuckles. I was like, if I could just be Knuckles, I would lose it. And when I finally got to be him, like a friend had a Sonic and Knuckles, and I jumped in the air and glided into the wall and then climbed the wall with my Knuckles, mm-hmm. I, f- I was like, this game previously unconquerable is now conqueror i can do it now like i finally can do it yeah he turns uh, sonic into a mario game that sounds cool i've never <laughs> actually played as knuckles oh you haven't no oh my god i've tried a couple of times because just like those sonic games are on nintendo switch online and mm. it's just like i've never enjoyed even like the good Sonic games, the games that like I know are good. I just yeah. are not for me. Yeah. So Knuckles is uh, the way to go. Knuckles we can think? eat shit. Yeah. No, Knuckles is great. I love, I love him. I like, I like him. I it went back and forth. Like Mega Man, I might actually be my number one and Knuckles number two, but I like Knuckles a lot. I think, and I think he's like, he's like, God, uh, he's all red. Sure. <laughs> all right. We got to assemble this master <laughs> list here. So, I'm thinking Knuckles not on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I think Knuckles is your Banjo-Kazooie pick. It's like... Uh, I might have another Banjo-Kazooie pick in here. Oh, yeah? That I might want to fight for harder than Knuckles. But So what's a good number 10 in in your mind with all of these characters splayed out? I will say... here. Let me let me run through. I would say we only have three open spots. Let me just go through the characters that I think we can agree will end up on the list, not necessarily in any order. Okay. Um, the ones I've got are Master Chief. Yes. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Mario. Right. Pikachu. Yes. Chocobo. Yeah. And Mega Man. And Banjo. I did write down Banjo. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, is that like banjo kazooie i could see being a um no when you said banjo and i didn't have him on my list i kind of wanted to die so i think you should put <laughs> okay i think okay. banjo i think banjo goes in i i bummed i didn't put him on here because he's definitely up there for me and then just to real quick the things that um we talked about that didn't that uh, like could go either way um we've got so yeah we Glover. have three open spots yeah. We've got Glover, Sub Zero, Moogle, Klonoa, Gex, Slime, <laughs> Donkey Kong, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Uh, Knuckles and Knuckles. Knuckles is the last one. And Knuckles. Kazooie is in my in that list also. Well, if I could advocate for one of yours, I think I think maybe like Crash and Donkey Kong are looking pretty good. Crash and Donkey me. Kong make sense to me. Yeah, Crash and Donkey Kong are looking pretty good. And heck, maybe and we do. Maybe we. Spot. So Sonic, yeah, 
maybe it's like I think I think it should go to uh, that number if and this would be like a number 10 pick mm-hmm. I think it should be like kind of a freak one so I think like like a knuckles or a gex honestly slime is the one that I was slime kind of leaning towards it like slime makes a lot of sense to me as a number 10 all right so if slime was number 10 we have a number nine might be well maybe let's not do it this way let's go see slime um okay i'm gonna erase all the ones so i'm erasing gex erasing sub-zero klonoa moogle glover knuckles and is knuckles gone you don't want to fight for knuckles he's your number one no Knuckles is dead. Okay. Uh, okay. I put M- Master Chief as 10. You put Sonic as 10. I think... Oh, man. I think well, Sonic's better than Master Chief. Yeah. Dude. He's like... He was voiced by Urkel at one point in the 90s. That's pretty good. He's not canonically had sex on screen. I... <laughs> but that that wouldn't be a thing none of the none of these other characters have which is why it's crazy that master chief is not is it not one. number one <laughs> <laughs> i don't think mascots to me are not are rarely sexual beings that's a great point Mickey, no i could i could see master chief being down like being lower than sonic especially like the fact that they both like represented a console mm-hmm. um but i do think sonic and master chief they're feeling top five to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then maybe we, well, what, okay. What about like number nine is like crash or chocobo. Like something that we care about, but not like, we're not like the hottest for. I I would go nine chocobo, eight crash. Chocobo. Does that does that track to you? Yes, that tracks to okay. me. Let's see. Let's see. Crash. Oh, and real quick, we should. I think we can Pokemon. easily place Pikachu. Was we both had, like I had him at seven, you had him at six, or vice versa? Oh yeah. Like he feels like a good seven or six. Do you feel seven. like? Or We're do we? Or do we put him at nine and bump Chocobo and Crash up? Hmm. I I think he's got I think Pikachu's got the measurables. Okay, so he's and we're gonna put him above Crash then. We're gonna say yeah. we're gonna say so slime ten, Chocobo nine, Crash eight, Pikachu seven. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Uh, we have um, okay. Now here's here's number five. So here, who was our? I I, who, I think who do we say at six? Uh, six is uh. Wait, 10, 9, 8, 7. Oh, we didn't say a 6 yet. Okay. I was going to give this one to Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. I think Donkey Kong is like number yeah. 6. Just outside the top 5. That tracks to me. Donkey Kong. He was your 7. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you like Donkey Kong better than Pikachu? 
Do you, do, would you put him above Pikachu? Yeah, I would. Okay. So what's dead middle? What's number five? Is it, is this where we go like master chief banjo, mega man, Sonic Mario master chief banjo, mm-hmm. mega man, Sonic Mario. I think that's right. I mean, that's definitely reflective, I think, also of like how the world would rate it. So mm-hmm. we don't have to rate it that way. I think probably Banjo is five here. Okay, so... Oh, oh right. Okay, so Banjo is five. And then we go Master Chief. Mega, Mega Man, Man. Sonic. Sonic. Mario. And that's 10. Does so that look, 10. That, that, it's weird. Reading this list, I'm like, this looks like a list online. This looks like it would be exactly <laughs> the list. With the exception of slime. I don't think anyone would put slime on. Yeah. No one has the goddamn balls to put slime on their top 10. <laughs> so it's, I, I, yeah. I would say the moments where we like carved out our, our personalities on this list. Are, you're right. 10 and 9, slime and chocobo. Yeah. Um. But Banjo-Kazooie being that high, I think that that's an us thing. Yeah, that's five. I don't, yeah, I don't five think is they're high. that high objectively, but they're even yeah. higher to me. Crash being that low feels right to me. Pikachu being low feels like he should be number... He would be number three on an actual list, but mm-hmm. he's low to us because we hate that little stupid piece of shit. I just don't think he's a good person. <laughs> okay, so we got Slime 10, Chocobo 9, Crash 8, Pikachu 7, Donkey Kong 6, which I like uh, because mm-hmm. I do like Banjo better than Donkey Kong, who yeah. but Banjo is 5. And Master Chief, which, you know, he was my dead 10. I, I'm fine with him being number 4 because mm-hmm. you're right. When I think of the Xbox, I think of a green Master Chiefs. Yeah. Glistening in the sun. Mega Man, probably my favorite character on this list, actually. Mm. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog and Mario. Do you, God. Do you want to flip Sonic and Mega Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Sonic number three, Mega Man number two. Yeah. Do you like Mega Man better than Sonic? I do. Yeah, they're both blue. I, <laughs> yeah, it's to me, it's almost they're so similar. There's not even <laughs> worth yeah. arguing. No, I I think Mega Man like I I think I just like him more. Right. I think he's like a representative of a company that's made a lot of great games. Like he's oh. he's very much Capcom's mascot. Right. Like we yeah. Like I almost put Ryu on my list. Mm. Glad I didn't. Yeah. No, I, uh, as I was reading through a lot of these lists, they were like uh, Jill Valentine. And I was like, first of all, that would be really on brand for me. And yeah. also, like, not really. Like, they, yeah. like I like those games a lot, but well, we should Mega Man feels s- like my representative of them. We should mention some honorable mentions while we're at it, like ones that we maybe were thinking about, but then like Dr. So Jill Valentine was also on my list for a second and then mm-hmm. came off. Uh, I But she's, I think my, for me, she's not in every game. Right. Or, you know, so... She's probably the most iconic Resident Evil character, but she's not my favorite Resident Evil character. So, do you think she's more iconic than Leon at this point? <sighs> probably not, huh? It's like Leon and Jill are like mm-hmm. the two big, yeah. big, big ins. Um, I, I would say it's one A, one B, Leon, mm-hmm. and then Jill. 
I almost put a car from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I did. I did think about like the Daxters of the world or like Clank. Mm-hmm. But Clank then it was might have been a good <sighs> Ratchet and Clank. I think they would be together. Yeah, Kratos. Kinda... Somebody we brought up earlier, a bit of a mascot. Kratos, yeah, I was, again, thinking about him, he's on a lot of these, like, online lists, but he never really spoke to me as a mascot. He spoke to me as, like, a really great character in his own video game. Yeah, to me, he was, like, the mascot of the PS2. Mm. It's, like, kind of, like, God of War, Kratos, but... But Sony's I see, kind of yeah. had a different mascot every generation, huh? Because they pretty much yeah. had Sackboy for PS3, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Rezogun for PS4. what would ps4s be like so much came out right i i don't even feel like they had even one game that you could name i guess maybe aloy sure aloy boring spider-man (laughs) spider-man uh or back to kratos yeah kratos again yeah um you know, oh wait, no. PS3, it was fucking uh, Uncharted. Nathan Drake, yeah. Uncharted well, Boy. and Sackboy. I think like Sackboy and Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, Solid Snake was a mascot I almost put on here because you know oh, doing the yeah. Metal Gear Solid Games Club. Um, well, look. I mean, we could go on all day. There's Kirby, that piece of shit. There's oh, hate him. I I ugh, I Tyler Schnupp. I'm sorry if you're listening. Not a good mascot. He's not. He's not. I love his game that's out right now. I love... I've been playing a lot of Kirby games, actually. Um, oh, yeah. Don't like him. Get him out of there. Give yeah. me a, someone else to play as in this one, in this beautiful, colorful world. Um, Yeah. We could talk about... Heck. I mean, there's all the, all the other Mario characters I would consider. Toad's a mascot a little mm. bit. Luigi's a mascot. Um... What about like what is a what would the uh, mascot be for something like the like PC? What's the PC's mascot? Is it Half Life guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Wilson Half Life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I feel like whoever the the elf lady is from warcraft is oh just like a random orc from warcraft yeah i like that that's cool well that's gonna do it (laughs) video games a comedy (laughs) show we have named the definitive top 10 mascots of all time number 10 is slime from dragon quest number nine is chocobo from final fantasy number eight is crash from crash bandicoot number uh, seven is Pikachu from Pokemon. Six is Donkey Kong. Five is Banjo from Banjo Kazooie. Four is Master Chief from Halo. Three is Sonic the Hedgehog. Two is Mega Man, and number one is Mario from Donkey Kong. Uh, thank you so much for listening. It has been quite a pleasure. I cannot, uh, I cannot wait to to just do more, uh, top top tens, uh for the next month or however long it takes until we finally get to uh, 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 episode 200 on our road to 200. And I couldn't have started it out better uh, than having a uh, guest who's been with me 
from the jump. Michael McCaller, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Mikey McCaller. Uh, Find me on Twitch someday at twitch.tv slash Mikey McCaller and listen to my horror movie podcast, Scary Basement. Very fun podcast. I was on it. I was featured on it recently for some episode. That was great. It was a great time. Uh, I love that show. Horror movies are such a fun podcast topic to talk about. They're the best. It's especially because you've already watched the movie. So the scary is over. Yeah. You can finally breathe. I saw you uh, recently did Child's Play 2. Probably my favorite horror movie. Yeah. That, that, that. Certainly the first horror movie I ever watched. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Child's Play 2 is, um, I think Child's Play 1 and 2 are like bangers. And Child's Play 3 is, have you seen that one? Uh, Not uh, since I was an adult. That one has a, that one has one moment in it that is so dark. It, like, it, it, to this day, still stirs me. Mm. So, can't wait for you to check it out. I'm uh, excited. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Please give us a uh, little bit of a like. Uh, I almost said smash that like or subscribe button. When I meant, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Uh, a five-star or better will help our rating on that uh, wonderful platform. And um, a good review will get right on the show. So um that would be uh that would be great also check out our patreon patreon.com slash super npc radio where we have original content from the makers of this show and a bunch of other shows on there doing stuff like the metal gear solid games club bonk boys a a exploration into video game movies and video game soundtracks we have call me by your game co-op a um an absolute like uh uh, just a beat for beat wa- run through of a particular game by a, a huge uh, by a panel of fans. We have um, Super NPCs, which is a, a, an after hour show. Me and Connor McCabe do uh, a lot of good stuff uh, on on that Patreon. Um, so yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash Super NPC Radio. We will see you next week with a brand new topic about a brand new thing and a brand new episode uh, about a brand new games and games and video games. Galore. So stay tuned for that. I know that it's here. Rock a sense in my feet. Yeah. I can't see a thing, but it's around somewhere. I'm gonna hold my head because I have no fear. This probably seems crazy, crazy. Graveyard theory. I go try to approach me and got leery. Ask him a question and he vanished in a second. I'm walking through valleys, crying pumpkin in the alley. Didn't seem happy, but they sure tried to get me. Had to back him up with a fist metal cracker. I'm hearing someone saying, You a chicken, don't be scared. It had to be the wind because nobody wasn't there. I searched and I searched as I climbed up the wall. Allows me to feel I can't see a thing But it's around somewhere I gotta hold my head